Ashley says the wine's good. It is. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Apartment 203 Podcast. My name is Crystal Sedino. And I'm Ashley Melvin. And <laughs> we are founders of Apartment 203 and yes. the Apartment 203 Podcast. Yes. We pay rent here. We pay so. rent. Um, we makes, it makes us founders. Yes, so. we are founders. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back. And we hope you like last week's episode. So we definitely appreciate you guys listening in on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Quarantini Blues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a good one. Good yeah. reflection podcast. Yeah. Yep. If you didn't listen to it, listen to it. Yeah. All right. But for this week, something spicy for you. Spilling the tea. Spilling Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm doing something um, that is, uh, I wouldn't say it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about, if you've been listening, we've talked on previous episodes about a love letter that I wrote to a man. <laughs> and, um, well, I've we've mentioned that, like, oh, you know, maybe we'll do an episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. I don't know. And at the time, I don't think I was ready to talk about it. But I think now, I don't know why. I just, I think it's a good time to talk about it. So we're yeah. going to spill the tea on the love letter. Some yes. crazy shit in that whole, like, yeah, that whole, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, relationship, situation, whatever. Um, I can't even believe that happened during quarantine. It feels like I it was, know. like time is just blended into each yep. other it's it's crazy absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just took a sip of wine because i'm gonna need it <laughs> all right so i'm going to be okay so i'm going to basically be spilling my guts to all of you so please be kind um i'm gonna provide a few disclaimers um no i'm not doing this to get his attention (laughs) um no i'm not looking for sympathy or empathy uh all i'm doing is uh speaking on it and in the end i feel like we do have a really like good valuable like kind of like lesson in this Mm -hmm. so really at the end of the day it's it's um for you it's for you yeah it's it's for you and and it helps me i guess Mm -hmm. i essentially get over everything i suppose if if that you know yeah yeah it's just good talking about things sometimes yeah and so yeah like i mentioned previously when we talked about doing this i definitely was not ready and i think i'm ready now like it feels right so we're gonna do it all right and we're gonna dive in let's get into it yeah let's get into it three two one go <laughs> all right so I'll kind of just start off at the beginning, and these are more of like cliff notes of what happened. Um, so I met someone uh, a year ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Time flies. Okay. It's been over a year, technically. Only like uh, a month. Like a month, yeah. yeah. Like a year, a year and a and month. month. <laughs> okay, so about a year and a month ago, I met somebody. I was out with a friend, and um, dude, it was like gravity pulling us together. I don't know. That's how I describe it. He'll probably describe it as something else. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, but in my reality, um, yeah, it was like as if gravity was kind of like pulling us together. And, um, (laughs) the clip note that I have here is it was like a house on fire. (laughs) Got on like a house on fire. (laughs) 
was a really bad British accent, but <laughs> Love Islanders will appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Um, we got along really well. We had great conversation. We talked about deep stuff like family stuff and know i asked questions and he'd ask you know like the same it was like it was pretty fair i guess you could say um and we were really attracted to one another and um then things kind of just dropped and i guess you know looking back he was getting busy with um starting his his own business and i think maybe just the timing wasn't right but then we would like I would message him and then we would end up hanging out and it was just like house on fire. <laughs> Good banter. <laughs> yeah, we had great banter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah, so then we would, you know, we would hang out and and then hang out whatever you know do all that and then um things would like to drop off again so there'd be a lot of like back and forth like i don't know um so at one point he did mention like i did text him and i was like you know like i miss hanging out with you i miss like seeing you or whatever and he's like you know just right now isn't isn't like a good time to like be committed basically to anything like that and i'm sure a bunch of you are gonna be like well there you go (laughs) (laughs) not as easy as it sounds yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so okay if you want to place blame sure go ahead and place blame on me whatever i don't give a shit it's fine um but i will say this we would continue to hang out and we would you know continue to talk about stuff and whatever else and um and yeah and so, like, it would, it, it would just, like, continue with that pattern. Like, everything would be fine. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, bam, nothing. And then mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And so, probably, like, I don't know what, like, six or seven months of this, I think. Like, I, I realized that I fell for him. That, like, I'm like oh shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is like one of those moments it's like oh my god yeah so i'll leave it at that and at one point i had an ex-boyfriend reach out to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so at one point i had an ex-boyfriend reach out to me and he started talking to me and you know at this point i'm like fell for this guy and I'm not receiving anything and what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. and you know what I mean like I don't understand it and then you know so then you have an ex-boyfriend reaching out to you and you're like well they want me and you know like Mm -hmm. oh god (laughs) and so there was one night that Ashley and I uh, were sitting on our patio because we have a patio we're blessed to have a patio Mm-hmm. So there was one night we were sitting on this patio and I'm dealing with all of this. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And I got back from Spain. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I got back from Spain and I ended up hanging out with the person 
that I sent this love letter to. And I'll get to the letter in just a second. But um, I got back from Spain and we ended up hanging out and things were like fine. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, of course, again, they drop off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the actual fuck? And so then in between and like, I guess like when that happened, that's when my ex reached out to me and, you know, he was like trying to talk to me and I, oh. yeah, like, you know, trying to hang out, trying to like, you know, mm-hmm. I guess see one another and whatever else. And, um, I was very like on the fence. And so Ashley and I were on the patio and we were talking about it and like i'm very like i need to see all logical sides of this and ashley's very logical so we were sitting on the patio drinking wine of course and talking about it and you know i was like trying to weigh like the pros and cons and whatnot and like you know looking back at that relationship that relationship was not healthy at all with who shall who he who shall not be named (laughs) yeah that guy yeah that guy yeah like really unhealthy relationship and um and then you're like why are you even contemplating it then Mm -hmm. because you're confused like when you're Mm -hmm. dealing with this shit like love is not easy relationships are not easy and Mm -hmm. so you know like you're you're just trying to navigate through it all nobody has it all the fuck together like nobody does Mm -mm. Nobody does. Everyone's kind of just like making up as it go as it goes. That's my philosophy. Yeah. Everyone's kind of just making up as it goes. No matter how together someone seems, right? There's always something, mm-hmm. you know. Like even if you're you've got it together financially, you could be dealing with other. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like no one's got it 100 percent together. Absolutely. So we're talking about it, and like, what were some of the things that you were saying? Like, because we talked, like, in that relationship, there was a lot of gaslighting. There was a lot of like love bombing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying, well, because I know he probably might listen to this. Doesn't matter, bitch. <laughs> pop, 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 listen to it. Uh, that he's a narcissist, you know. And I was like, I try really hard you know like to be supportive of like friends feelings and endeavors and things but I I even feel bad sometimes like when you talk to me about things I'm like just be careful for this right because I don't like to throw a wrench in your like your feelings or what you're going through but because he was I, I was like okay be weary at the fact of the 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 situation that's at hand right now where I mean I think that was at the beginning of quarantine but right. he has reached out to you even well in quarantine so whatever <laughs> right but just at the fact that he like you said love bombing and gaslighting like those are all signs of narcissism which I know he will say he's not but that is also a sign of narcissism I know you're listening <laughs> um but yeah, I, I just just it's telling her to be careful. Um, I don't know what else I I don't know if you remember what else I said, but yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it. Like you were just like be you know just be aware because like you mm-hmm. said you don't like throwing wrenches and you'd be like no. you know you shouldn't do this. You're never like that. You're very like right. well, if you know you're contemplating it, like people 
you know, certain things about people can change. Right. Right. I think that's what it was. Yeah. No. Okay. Now I remember I was, I was actually being a little more positive about mm-hmm. it than you were at the time right. at that point. I was like, you know, people, I don't like to blanket statement anything, any person and say, you know, just because someone did this to you in the past doesn't mean they can't change. And that's what he was saying, that he had changed. And I was like, okay, I guess just hear him out. And the only thing that you can do is see for yourself. Like you, you can't, and you can't do that over the phone. You can't do that through text messages. So I I was basically just like telling you to, to feel it out. But to be cautious while in doing so, because when people do love bomb, it's really hard sometimes to weed out, you know, look at what I was dealing with. Yeah. I'm over here like I'm in love with someone Mm -hmm. or like at least. No. Yeah. By that point, I knew because. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I was in love with someone and like they're not like, you know what I mean? Like it's just not working out, I guess. And then. And then I have someone that's over here like, yeah, torpedoes. It's it's almost like he could smell it. uh You know what I mean? Like, because it's like you're vulnerable Uh and this person's like, hey, I want to be with you. I love you. I like you. And all these like things that you want to hear. I care about you. I'm so sorry for what I've done. Mm -hmm. Like, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've discussed this together. I, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, if someone has changed yeah. they don't need to tell, tell you, you. That they they're gonna show you right that you're gonna see it so yeah. i think that's what i was essentially saying yeah. without saying that i was just like you gotta see it you know they yeah. can talk all they want right. but you know yeah but yeah yeah gas my ass up as much as you want but until you actually show me mm-hmm. that something's different then Mm-hmm. Your words absolutely mean nothing. right, you know. Mm-hmm. So okay, so yeah, so that was one random night with you know what I mean, like Ashley and I. Mm-hmm. Oh, and earlier that week, we missed this part. Mm-hmm. Earlier that week, we um, I had a dream with the person that I sent a love letter to, mm-hmm. and Ashley had a dream that same night. Yeah. So we both wake up the next day. Yeah. Earlier in the week, because I think this happened on like a th- yeah, this happened like the wine night on the patio happened on like a Thursday, mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you what happened on fucking Friday because <laughs> it's insane. But um, earlier in the week, yeah, I had a dream with the person that I signed a love letter to, and Ashley had a dream too. Mm-hmm. And we both came out of our rooms and we both, you know, like woke up. <laughs> it's so funny. Coffee, it's literally. I, <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's like a, a not an every morning thing, but we both just like groggily walk out of our rooms, just like one eye open. Like <laughs> I had a weird dream, and then we like exchange dreams, and obviously they're usually always different. But right. that day, they were the same, and I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, so it was funny. So that happened earlier in the week, and we had that wine night, and we were talking about all that. And then on Friday, mm. oh my god, Th- this is crazy. I think this is the craziest mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then Friday rolls around. You know, we we're but like any. I feel like anytime we have like those types of conversations we're always like we always leave off like really good and we're like Mm -hmm. yeah like I feel good like I okay I've you know I'm at a better place in my head or whatever Mm -hmm. so 
Friday rolls around. I'm like, okay, I get up. I you worked out. That I worked morning. out that morning, mm-hmm. and this is where shit gets crazy. So I'm working out, and I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm literally in my head contemplating, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, do I like keep going with this thing with this person that? I'm not really getting anything in return. And I'm sure, again, a lot of you are going to be like, no, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm also like, do I backslide and like, Mm -hmm. like try and give like my ex another chance? I literally was in my head like, I don't know what to do. I was literally like at odds. Like I, Mm -hmm. I just, I, I wasn't sure what to do. And so I'm working out and usually working out does help. Like I'm able to like, kind of like clear my head and I feel better, obviously like endorphins and whatever else. So I'm working out and towards the end of my workout, random as fuck, I have someone DM me, direct message me and on Instagram, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, we've talked about this in previous episodes too. I always respond to everyone. Mm-hmm. I always respond to everyone. So anytime I see like someone that isn't following me or whatever message me, I, you know, take a look at it and I check whether to see it's like worthwhile for the, for the most part. And like, mm-hmm. if, if not, like I said, I respond. So anyway, so I see that I get a direct message on Instagram from someone and I don't recognize the name, but it's a psychic. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so it's a psychic and she it's a woman sorry i should add that it's a woman psychic and she um she introduces herself and she tells me that she has to do basically like a reading on me she has to there's just something that she needs to tell me and i'm literally like I, I kind of believe in this stuff. No, not kind of. No, I do believe in this stuff. Like, I do believe there are people out there that know more information than they probably should because they've been gifted something or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. We call it woo-woo shit in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, courtesy of Ashley. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I believe in all that woo-woo shit. I really do. Uh, like, stars, horoscope, like, all of it. Obviously, to a certain extent. You got to take some things and leave some things. So take what belongs. And that's kind of like the philosophy behind it, especially with like tarot card reading. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um, again, I believe in all that stuff. And at this point, Ashley doesn't really believe in that stuff. No. She literally thinks it's all like woo woo. Yeah. Very skeptical. Like I'm very logical. So I'm like, "Mm." yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, I get this message and this woman's like, I have, I like, I need to tell you, I need to, you know what I mean? Like there's just this strong like pull that I'm getting. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm very like welcoming to that stuff essentially is what I'm trying to say. So I, you know, she goes, do you mind if I, you know, just do, you know, like a reading pretty much. And I'm like, no, go for it. And so I'm still working out. Jesus Christ. I'm still working out and she sends me a message and she literally was it a voice memo or she did a couple of things. So she texted me something. So Mm -hmm. she started off with text and then she did a voice memo. And so in the text, she basically, she starts it off with like, 
I'm a me crystal is I'm like a, um, I'm a very giving person. I'm very like, she's describing who I am essentially. And I mean, I'm pretty sure Ashley agreed to everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the most part you could say what this woman was saying to anyone really. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was kind of like, okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, all right, I'm listening. Uh Uh (laughs) And so, so uh, then this woman sends me a voice memo through through Instagram. So mm-hmm. she sends me a voice memo. I like I l- literally like. Wait, but that was the reading, right? No, no, no. This was before the reading. OK, so this was like an intro reading, if you will, mm-hmm. I guess a message that she needed to relay. Mm-hmm. I'll say that it wasn't a reading yet. Okay. okay. So it was a it was a message that she needed to relay. And so she sends me a voice memo. And in the voice memo, she reiterates, you know, all of what she basically texted me. And then she says, "You're at a crossroads." And I literally like when she said that, I stopped working out. Mm. I stood there and I'm listening to it and she goes, "And you're at a crossroads with two people that you love and i'm like oh my god i literally like was like holy shit and so she keeps going and she's talking about it and she goes you know like it's even funnier because in the voice memo she goes you know exactly who i'm talking about and i literally was like oh my god so she goes on about it and she mentions how i'm out on crossroads and she mentions the situation and how there's like an ocean pulling us apart or something along those lines and whatever mm-hmm. else. And I'm literally like, I start, I start crying. <laughs> oh, you're going to be like, you ninny. She's a very emotional person. <laughs> you guys. I really am. So for the first time I started to cry because for the first time I actually felt like I wasn't insane. Like I felt like, I, um, I don't know. Someone saw what I felt like. And what's funny is in those voice memos too, she mentioned like, you keep trying to ignore this feeling and you keep trying to like push it aside and be like, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's just insane because that's literally how I felt. And that's the reason why I started crying when, when, you know, she sent me those voice memos Mm -hmm. and I like, it just finally felt like I um, I was seen or heard or, you know what I mean, whatever, whatever it may be. And I hadn't said anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. No one at this point knew really anything about what was going on. Like, I don't even think, I think I, I didn't tell some of my friends that, like, when I got back from Spain that I was seeing the person that I sent the love letter to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think... And at this point, mind you, I have not sent the love letter yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just calling him love letter because we're not naming names here. Yes. Um, but um, yeah. So for the first time ever, I felt f- like finally like heard and seen and whatnot. And so then basically like we keep going back and forth and we're talking about it. And then she goes, you know, I she basically tells me like I um, I don't give out free readings ever, really. Mm-hmm. Um but I just felt like I needed to reach out to you. And so she goes, you know, would you like a reading? And I come to Ashley and I'm like, Oh my God, Ashley. Oh my God. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. So I play Ashley, all of the 
um, the voice memos and everything. And mm-hmm. even Ashley was kind of like, whoa. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay. And she goes, are you going to do the reading? And I go, yeah, I think so. I go, but what if she, what if like she charges me? I'm like, what if this was just like a hook and mm-hmm. thing? And she goes, well, I don't know. Because I feel like she would have mentioned like price by this point. Yeah. I'm like, no one's going to like off or talk about something without mentioning price first. Right. I, I mean, right. at least I Logically. Would. Yeah. What is she going to do? Give you the reading and be like, I charge $115. And be like, fuck off. I have the reading now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, Ashley was like, okay, so are you going to do the reading? And I go, you know what? Yeah, I think I am. So then we schedule. So then the lady gives me her number and we schedule time to do the reading. And so I was like, what? Like 530? Um, Yeah, because it was like right after you clocked out. Right. Yeah. Right after I clocked out. So Mm -hmm. I'm literally like, oh, my God god what's she gonna tell me and then i was also like concerned like is she gonna like charge me like she was the one who came to me and ashley mm-hmm. was very like i don't think so because she came to you like yeah. you know whatever else and so i go okay and then um so i texted her i set up the time and i'm telling you the rest of the day i was very like i couldn't focus on anything and i was very like oh my god oh my god like what's gonna happen like mm-hmm. you know what is this woman going to say and whatnot so Come here comes. Um, I think it was like five thirty, and I text her and I go, "Okay, you know, like I'm available." She was okay, and so we, you know, one of us calls the other, or whatever. And I feel like I need like a tiny bit of a backstory here when I went on my trip to Spain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna circle back to that. So I go to Spain, visit family, my mother in particular. And her and I had, um, uh, we, we, the two of us just went out one night and, um, it was like one of the best trips ever. It was literally one of the best trips ever for so many reasons. Um, but for the explanation of this podcast, Mm -hmm. her and I go out to dinner or we go shopping and then we go out to dinner. And that was one of the our things that we did when she was living here in the States. It was just, that's what we love doing. So we're going to a restaurant because I'm like, I'm hungry. She's hungry. That's what you do in Spain. You eat <laughs> <laughs> and drink wine. So we go to a restaurant. We're sitting down. And on my way to Spain, I was on the tail end of reading a book uh, called Woman's Guide to Happiness. I mentioned it in a previous podcast. I mentioned the last one mm-hmm. um but I was on the tail end of reading or finishing that book and in it talks about in essence dealing with some childhood like traumas or understanding like what your mother went through when she was pregnant with you mm-hmm. and I've always wondered like what my mother's pregnancy was like um and I guess for those who don't know I'm like half adopted um uh, I know my mother I know of my biological father but i grew up with a stepfather and i know a lot of you are probably just like well then that's just like you have a stepdad but no my mom was pregnant with me and my stepdad met my mom when she was pregnant with me mm-hmm. so i don't know my biological father um wow i just shared that with all of you <laughs> <laughs> um but that's how i describe it because that's how it makes sense to me so I've always, you know, it leaves a lot of questions in your head. And I've always wondered, like, 
well, what were things like when mm-hmm. you were pregnant? Like, what was that experience like? And it's just funny that in that book, it mentions and it brings up that, like, you need to, in essence, you need to deal with certain, like, traumas and things that have happened in your past in mm-hmm. order to, you know, move forward and, you know, whatever else. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So then I decide, I go, okay, at one point, I'm going to talk to my mom about what it was like when she was pregnant with me. And that happened at dinner that one night that it was just the two of us. And it was one of the best conversations ever. But I found out that I was actually almost given up for adoption. Mm -hmm. I was almost given up for adoption. Okay. And mind you, this is information that like nobody I I just just found out Mm -hmm. so no one knew about this yeah so my mom tells me that whole story and I'm not going to go into that but she tells me that whole story and you know she mentions how yeah she had a very like anxious pregnancy and there are you know theories out there and um research that indicates that how a mother feels during her pregnancy carries over to the fetus and those traits can pass on to like pass on to them and they experience those things throughout their life. And what's funny is I am a very anxious person. Mm -hmm. I like, yeah, I'm just, I'm an anxious person. So it's, it's interesting. Um, science (laughs) y'all, but, Um, my mom mentions that she had a very anxious pregnancy that she almost gave me up for adoption and, um, you know, whatever. And uh, obviously she did not, um, (laughs) she kept me, which is great. You know what I mean? And like, I don't like, I don't look at it, I guess as like, oh, I missed out on like a better life or what could have been a better life. Um, because you just don't know. Right. And Which I think we a, talked about that yeah. too. Like, because I mean, me and Crystal both, <clears throat> I think it's like a main, one of the main reasons why we clicked and got along so well when we first met is because we both dealt with a lot of shit growing up. Yep. Um, things were not easy and things did not come to us easy. It was difficult, but because of that, we are who we are today and I would not trade going through all the bullshit that I went through growing up because I don't I don't even want to know almost like who I would have turned out to be had like my family had money and things weren't difficult and we didn't struggle you right. know because mm-hmm. I, I think it, it built character for us Absolutely. you know yeah Bitch just gotta be creative out here yeah you gotta you know learn how to hustle and do what do with what you got and learn how to budget and yeah. you, you appreciate things more, I think. Well, not I think. I know. No, I definitely yeah. appreciate any, like, little things even. So, yep. yeah. So, I mean, because, ha- I mean, I don't know if you were going to mention this, but the family that you were going to get adopted by had money. Had they money. Were, they yeah, were well they off. Money. Yeah, they were well off. So, I mean things would have been easier for you but you wouldn't be the same person you are today absolutely not i would have grown up with so many more privileges Mm -hmm. and like i'm sure there are people out there that are going to be listening to this and be like you could have had a better life who who says that would have been a better life right money money doesn't equate right happiness yeah 
it can bring happiness Mm -hmm. it can bring you things but i also think that things don't always make you happy no and i think happiness also or if you can find happiness in the little things you will be a much happier person and i don't not that's not always the case but I, i think you yeah like i i think it's easier to appreciate the small things when you didn't get the big things like mm-hmm. you know when you were younger so i'm not saying that i mean i you see those stories all the time of people who have nothing and they're happy and it, why because the little things in life make them happy so Amen. i think that dealing with the things we had to deal with growing up made us better people so yeah you know that's not to say that you have to be poor in order to enjoy the small things right. in life. Right. No, because there are very wealthy people that enjoy the small things in life and right. that are, to- you know what I mean, that are totally happy. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, yeah, I think it shapes you when mm-hmm. it's, you know, the the other way around. You right. hear it all the time, like celebrities coming from absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and building themselves into something and you know they they talk about it all the time like you guys hear it like we don't need to like sit here and preach about it but yeah like it's just crazy that my life could have been something different and um it you know it ended up being what it was so Mm -hmm. back to our original story (laughs) um so that was my conversation with my mom and so i had found out in spain i got back march 10th so I went February, what, 26th, I think? Yeah, mm-hmm. February 26th. Got back March 10th. Um, I went to Spain, Denmark, and Germany for a day. That was a lot of fun. Um, but got back March 10th, and this all happened in between this. And so Love Letter and I had seen each other sometime after I got back mm-hmm. and whatever else. And then we had our patio talk, and then... Uh, the psychic reached out Mm -hmm. and now we're back to the reading Mm -hmm. so 5 30 comes actually sitting at her computer desk Mm -hmm. still working still working and i like i was just like no i need to like i need to listen to this with like ashley listening yeah i was like i i don't know if she's gonna put this on speak oh, yeah, <laughs> and like i don't know why i thought because i've asked you this before i was like is it bad luck to like oh share share a reading yeah and i was like i don't know but it, like something about it just yeah. like felt like weird but i was like whatever i was yeah. like hey i'm here for the ride so yeah i don't yeah. think it's bad luck maybe it is i don't know i don't think it is though I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it was good. Like, I think it added perspective. Like, you were fucking shocked. (laughs) Yeah. I literally, it takes a lot for me to, like, aside from, like, music, it takes a lot for me to get goosebumps. Right. And even music, it takes a lot. And I'm sitting there. And I, I, I was, like, in the middle of, like, doing something in work, and I just stopped dead in my tracks because she's you know you're gonna say it but like what she said i was like holy shit right there's no fucking way you know because my whole thing with psychics is like they just kind of like say things say things say things until something hits and then when something hits you're like oh yeah no that's true and then they they roll with that you know it's just kind of like them spit firing stuff until something hits with you but with her 
because when I had mentioned this to people, they were like, oh, well, you know, they just feed off of what you tell them. I'm like, no, that's the, the thing. Crystal didn't speak once right. when this whole reading was happening. This woman did not allow Crystal to say a word. She was just word vomiting. So she had nothing to to feed off of from right. Crystal. So and and it wasn't in person either. So it, it wasn't like she could see Crystal's face or see her nodding or not. So everything this woman was saying, it was just straight from the dome. It, there was nothing for her to feed back on. So it was crazy. Oh, my God. OK, so a little bit about the reading. So I call her. She introduces herself. She tells me, you know, again, I don't ever normally do this. Like, this was a free reading. Mm-hmm. Again, mind you guys, this woman reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And I was at a point where I was like, I don't know what to do with things. Like, I don't know how to feel about things and whatever else. So she reaches out. or she, So we're on the, sorry. So we're on the reading. And she introduces herself and, you know, whatever. And then she dives into it. Mm -hmm. And I guess just some highlights from that reading. um, She talks about the the two guys. So my ex and then the person, the love letter. Um, But she referred to one as being your soulmate and one your twin flame. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, the describing like the relationship, like like they're being like we're in an ocean and we're being pulled apart and like a lot of it she mentions like his job and like work and whatever else and i'm like holy shit and um so then ashley and i are kind of like sitting there trying to think like okay who is who like who is she you know Mm -hmm. describing and like ashley said like i didn't she maybe asked me two questions and i answered them but they weren't like it wasn't like I was giving her information. It was mm-hmm. more of just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, I was just answering what she asked. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, like, go into detail really about anything. I don't even think she asked you a question, to be honest. She she didn't ask, like, who do you think is no, your soulmate no, no, no. or anything like that. I, yeah, I think I mentioned, I go, well, there's two people. And then she went in depth like she goes well this is this is what like your twin flame is and this is what your soulmate is and Mm -hmm. you know whatever else and i was like okay i I know who you're talking about now Mm -hmm. and so she's like okay and then she continued and so then i was like oh my god then this is the really fucking spooky part she talks about my mother Mm -hmm. and she talks about my mother's pregnancy Mm -hmm. and she talks (laughs) about you said it best earlier what that it was um and you said something about being religious or not yeah no she she mentioned uh she was like your mother had a lot of uncertainty around your pregnancy and your mother is not typically a religious or spiritual person but during your pregnancy she felt like she needed to be and then that she was and i was like there's no fucking there's no research in the world that this woman could have done or anybody that she could have talked to. And even if she did, like hypothetically speaking, if she reached out to a friend of yours, they wouldn't have known it either. Because you had just gotten back from Spain. And I think the only people that knew at this point were me. You. That was that, it. Yeah. That was it. And I, I was like, bitch, I did not. I hadn't had a chance to tell Lauren or mm-hmm. anyone like that. Because yeah. I just, like, I think this is like, beginning of it. Yeah. And 
I was like, had she reached out to me I'd, before I even, I would have been like, Crystal, some bitch is asking about you. <laughs> <laughs> some crazy bitch online wants to know about your life. <laughs> oh my God. You know I don't be responding to people. Yeah, so no. I wouldn't have been like, oh yeah, no, actually. <laughs> but i was like that's when i was i stopped and i looked at crystal and i was like what the fuck i i don't get spooked but that shit i was like there's no fucking way there's no way it was way too coincidental and i know you don't believe in coincidences but like the fact that you had just gotten back from spain and had just had that conversation with your mom after reading the book that brought up all that and you had just spoken to me the night prior about the two guys and how you were having issues deciding and figuring out what's going on and this woman reaches out to you and mentions literally both of those things you know and I know that you could talk about relationships with anybody and it could like hit you could be like oh there's two men in your life or two women in your life and you're whatever and you know, it, it could hit more so, but with that, with your mom, no way. She, there's You couldn't say that about me or anybody and it, it be factual. Right. But there's just the fact that you had just gotten back from your trip and she reaches out to you and is like, I have something I need to tell you. <laughs> and it's that thing. And mind you, I am not, I mean, I think more so now. I told you we had this conversation yeah. earlier. You were definitely more woo woo now. Yeah. Now and I, I said I think Ashley's way more woo woo now because of of what that happened. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It was. I think it was like a catalyst. Yeah. Because then Ashley started like diving into it. Yeah, I was researching <laughs> it for you. I was like, <laughs> like literally every morning, I'm like, okay, so Crystal, hear me out. I researched <laughs> what twin flame is and what a soulmate is, and I think this is what this like just because you know i think it's because i am logical i need to know right i need to know what this woman's talking about and like what's happening so i'm like let me let me dig up some information on what this is and so every morning i'm like okay so crystal i did some reading (laughs) and and i don't know if i made it more confusing but i was like listen just hear me out this is what i think this is happening or what's going on right and it's so funny because um like by that point i still hadn't written the letter right no 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 no, because i don't know if you were gonna mention this too but she was like essentially telling you like okay reach out don't reach out this is what you should do right i want you to text him i want you to not text him or whatever and i think after all that had happened, n- happened you, you were just like, fuck it. Like, this is my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yes. So after that reading, after the initial reading, and then Ashley and I, I guess, kind of like Ashley more so dove into it deeper and, you know, whatever. We we're talking about things. And like Ashley said, like at the end of all of that, like after I'd finished all that work with that, with the, the psychic or whatever it may be, um, I, uh, I was up one night and I was sitting and like thinking and Ashley was in her, in her room or whatever. 
doing her own thing. And <laughs> I was like sitting in the living room, just kind of like, okay, well, this is what's going on. I know how I feel now. It's literally not a question anymore. Mm-hmm. I know how I feel now. And so it was a Saturday night and I wrote a letter and mm-hmm. it was a love letter to love letter man. Mm-hmm. And in it, I just basically like outlined that like, this is my latch la- latched <laughs> <laughs> last stitch effort to do everything that I possibly can. Right. To, you know what I mean? Like, make sure that, you know what, this is over or maybe it's not. I don't Mm -hmm. know. So, wrote a letter outlining, like, you know, how I wanted to be the woman that he brought home. Like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, want to be the person that he wakes up to and uh, so many other things. And Mm -hmm. a lot of references to what we discussed when it was just the two of us. And, yeah. So... I write this letter, and I think it was four pages long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was four pages. Front and back? Front and back. So, eight pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, front and back. Um, I sign it, everything. I Sealed it with a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so I sign it. Sealed it with a kiss. <laughs> and everything, and I... Um, And no, I did not do like stalker creepy shit to find his address. I had his address. Yeah. But, uh, like I already. Because she's been there. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times, right. you guys. It's not weird. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was just saved in my GPS, obviously, from like a year ago. I still had it favorited. No big. So we seal the letter. I put a stamp on it. I have his address and everything. That's all ready to go. And then I, I look at it. It's in the envelope. It's like one of those moments that's like, did I really just do this? Mm-hmm. I just spilled all my guts. And mind you, in the letter, and I didn't mention this, but in the letter, I did tell him that I loved him or that mm-hmm. I was in love with him or whatever. Yes. So that's why we call it a love letter. Mm-hmm. Um it's not just about wanting to be with the person. Mm-hmm. It was literally like, I'm telling you how I feel about you. Like I, mm-hmm. I realize like I'm in love with you. Right. So I wrote that in the letter, like blatantly and, um, sealed it. It's in the envelope. And so I'm sitting on my couch and I'm looking at the sealed envelope and I'm like, Oh my God, I just wrote, I just wrote this. Like, am I mm-hmm. actually going to send this off? I think you were out. You were with Rachel or something, right? When you yeah, sent when it, when I sent it, yes. Yeah, so, so, and okay. you had texted me, and you're like, "I'm about to." I'm like, "Bitch, what? <laughs> Wait, what are you about to do?" Yeah. <laughs> like, hold up, hold up, backtrack. <laughs> because mind, let me just like, I don't know. Side story. A lot of like the healing processes that you have done were to write letters yeah. to people who you think have either wronged you or just like anybody in your past who you feel like there's something that is left unsaid or unsettled that could be hindering you in t- today's world. You write a letter to them. You can send it, but you don't have to send it. It's just the whole point of writing the letter and just kind of like releasing your feelings or whatever. So when she said she wrote a letter, yeah, so I thought it was one of those letters where you 
were writing the lighter just to get your feelings off your chest and you were just going to put it under your pillow and leave it there. <laughs> and the next day, I'm, I think I'm, I don't know if I was like laying down or whatever in my room and she's like, I'm sending the letter. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like with actual postage and shit, like you're mailing it to him. You're like, I dropped it off. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's ballsy, but whatever, yeah. you know, like crystal, if it's one thing I can say about Crystal, is she does not think, do anything half-assed. It's whole last or nothing. So, <laughs> I mean, when she said she sent it, I was like, damn, that's ballsy. But that's Crystal for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what's even funnier, though, about, or not funny, just like what's, I guess, interesting about that whole thing, too, is that... Um, that night so i left like looking at it like okay let me sleep on this mm-hmm. let me like see if i actually need to send this or whatever mm-hmm. and so the next morning mm-hmm. i wake up to a text message from my ex that i don't even remember what it said but mm-hmm. it was like it was like him reaching out again yeah and he said he said something that was like gaslighting i think again what's new yeah and at that I saw I literally I woke it was one of those things where I woke up saw that message and I go nope I'm sending yeah. it yeah I literally was like nope mm-hmm. this is it I'm th- like I am absolutely sending it mm-hmm. and so then like Ashley said I went out with my friend I was hanging out with my friend and I brought the letter with me and I'm like oh my god am I actually gonna send this I'm gonna send this I'm gonna send this and so then I asked my friend I go we need to go to the post office and the whole time I go, we need to go to the post office. She goes, <laughs> Rachel is probably like, what is so important yeah. about the post office? <laughs> but <laughs> so we go to the post office. And what's even funnier is this post office was right by his place. It went like it was, it was just so many weird things about mm-hmm. all of it. And that wasn't mm-hmm. on purpose. Like that was on accident. Like, I don't even know how that happened. So Whatever. So I, I, she parks the car. I walk up to the post office. There's the box. I'm holding the letter and I'm looking at the box and I put my hand on the the handle. I pull it down and I go, okay. And I shove it in. (laughs) (laughs) And it was in there. There's no going back. I told her, I was like, girl, that is too much uncertainty for me. My ass would have walked inside the post office, paid an additional five <laughs> or six dollars for tracking on a goddamn envelope to, to notify me when that shit got delivered. Because I could not just put it in a mailbox. And if because he could have just not have told you that he received it and exactly. you would have never have known. So I would have need to have known that that shit got delivered and if he didn't respond it's like okay cool i'm just getting left on red but at least i know that it was delivered and right whatever so my thought process on that was that um if i didn't receive a response that was your answer that was my answer Mm -hmm. oh ladies and gentlemen oh she got a response (laughs) (laughs) i get direct message on instagram from him and that he says I got your letter. I got your letter. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I got your letter. We will talk later. And then Crystal sends like that nervous smile emoji. And he's like, it's not bad. And so then 
Ashley and I are both sitting on the couch so fucking confused. Mm-hmm. And we're both like, why don't you just talk now? Yeah. You know, like we want to like, what? what is not? It's not bad. Mean like what is it's not bad. I think I was remaining more optimistic in the beginning. And I mean, even when because I was like, he reached out to you and right. I was just thinking of it in, in my like putting myself in his shoes where if someone were to send me a letter confessing how they felt and I didn't feel the same way back, I would have just right then and there had messaged the person and been like, hey, I got your letter. I'm sorry, but I just don't feel the same way about you. Right. That would have taken two seconds, you know, and it's like I don't want there to be any time that goes by where you're sitting there thinking that, you're either uncertain of what he's thinking or, or that gives you time to like develop more feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause as mm-hmm. time passes and, and no one's telling you like, no, I don't like you. You could still be developing. feelings. So I don't want, if I don't like somebody, I don't want them to be developing more feelings for me than they already do. So I would have just shut it down right then and there, but he didn't. He said, I got your letter. We'll talk later. And then he said, it's not bad. So in my eyes, when someone goes out of their way to say it's not bad, bitch, it better not be bad. Because <laughs> otherwise, you got to tell me right now if right. you don't like me. And I know some people, too. Well, in this case, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know some people also feel like to have these sort of conversations, it needs to be done face to face, you know? I don't, I mean... Yeah, I know some I people feel differently, but in, in regards to something like this, I felt that maybe that was the issue. He wanted to talk to you in person. I don't know, but hmm. I wouldn't have. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it didn't happen, I guess. No, it didn't. No, you guys no, haven't. It didn't yeah. Happen. Well, so finish what you're saying. I'm yeah, but for me, I don't care. Like, if someone feels a certain way about me and I don't. I don't give a shit if, you know, like we meet in person or not. I'm going to tell you right then and there. I don't want you to like be just floating into this. Yeah, just like not knowing, you know. So that's how I felt. And so I was more optimistic about it when he messaged. Like he said, it's not bad. He messaged you. He He took the time to reach out to you to let you know that he got it and he read it and that the news wasn't bad. Right. You know, so in weeks, pa- a week passed. Another week. Another passed. week passed. Another week passed. I think after two weeks, I messaged him and I'm like, uh, hello. When are we going to meet? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, soon. Yeah, that's all he said. Soon. What? I, me? I'm sorry. I told Crystal, I'm like, my ass. Is, showed up at his house. I would have <laughs> like, bitch, you know, I got your address. I'm going to show up and we're going to talk at your doorstep. I, w- I can't the, it's fine if he had communicated more right I just do not like that like vague I don't like vagueness right so when someone says soon or maybe or anything like that where it's like it, it could be one or the other right. no 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 like just tell me when right. or we'll set up a date but don't s- s- what is soon to you soon to you could be it's different to me right and that's literally the only thing he said right. so i was like what the fuck does that mean when right. is that right and 
I don't know what you said after, but. So I was just like, okay. And then I think another week went by mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. you know, like I think at this point I was like, okay, now this is just unfair. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, you don't say it's not bad. And bitch, it's apparently bad because you haven't said anything. Right. And then also like, you know, it's not bad. And then soon and you keep pushing it. Mm -hmm. And so I popped off. I was like, you know what? At least, you know, I go, at least I had the courage. It's, you know, I don't know. This is what I said. I told him, um, you know, I'm not mad that you don't feel the same way. I'm upset. Because you're you keep pushing it or you keep refusing to acknowledge it or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And at least I had the balls to tell you how I felt. Mm -hmm. And now, you know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to, like, question Mm -hmm. how I felt or whatever. And then there was a bunch of other shit. And then he responds back with, listen, I'm in bed. I respected you um, by telling you that I got the letter. Please respect me with giving me the time to like figure out what I guess what he mm-hmm. wanted to say or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I literally was like shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. So, and it was kind of late when I, when I sent that, I was just like, I couldn't sleep. I'm at the, like, I literally was at the point where it's like, I can't fucking sleep because this shit is on my mind. Mm-hmm. So it was, I don't know. I felt like it was bad. Well, so the fact that he said, like, give me time to, like, figure things out or wh- whatever, he shouldn't have said that it wasn't bad because then, in my eyes, he had already had whatever it is he wanted to say figured out in his head. Right. Because he said that. So then when he told you, let me figure it out, it's like, well, then is it, you know? Then right. why did you say it's not bad? Because if you don't know you know yeah why would you give me like a false sense of hope right you know right so then i think um so what this is like two weeks go by i messaged and another week goes by i message again then two more weeks go by and i'm like this circus needs to fucking end there needs right. to be yeah so i told her i was like don't do not don't give him an option right i'm like don't give him an option don't message him and say like when can we hang out be like hey we need to talk like are you available tomorrow tomorrow or, or whatever no, no, no i said tonight or tomorrow yeah i was like give him a day like to choose from essentially because right. if you just say when he'll pull another soon so i was like right. say like can you meet up today or tomorrow right. and then he agreed to meet up with you tomorrow is tomorrow. better yeah Oh, my God. This makes me so mad. Yeah. I was mad for her. Uh, he, she decided he had said he would he was done with work around like two or something. And I had suggested I was like, maybe take like take off early or something, you know, because right. this is something I mean, I wouldn't say that to anybody, but I mean, because of the situation and your work schedule, depending on the day, can be a bit flexible. So I was like, why don't you see if you can leave work early or something and go talk to him? Because this is clearly something that you've been waiting for for so long. But you did, because of your work day, you had to wait until after five. Yeah. And then you texted him saying, like, I'm 
clocking out, you know, like, are you available or do you want to meet up? And he said, like, does today doesn't work? Or I forgot what he said. Like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe. What? I literally was like, what do you mean, maybe? Yeah. And he goes, because I have to meet my marketing guy for, for his company. And I'm like, are like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you said today mm-hmm. was good. How are you going to all of a sudden pull the fucking rug out from under right. me? Right. And I know people would argue and be like, oh, well, he had to do something for work, which is understandable. But also that... I mean, that wasn't going to be all night. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, even if you had gone over there later in the night or whatever, even if he had just called you. Right. I mean, I know, like, meeting up was the more, like, ideal thing, but he could have waited until a- after thing and just given you a phone call or something and, and told you how he felt, but he didn't. I don't know. It's weird because, I mean, I know everyone – would or will have their opinion on this whole situation right it just almost seems like he's he's running away and avoiding something that's literally how i felt like he was avoiding it and so then i messaged him i know his middle name so i like i mommed him and i like said his first name middle name and last name and like i sent a bunch of other stuff and then like he was not responding and so then like just as know last statement like i'm like you know what you may or may not love me i don't know Mm -hmm. because you refuse to talk about it or whatever basically um and i do love you Mm -hmm. but it's clear as day that you are not like you're avoiding this and you're not making any time to like at least clear this all out. Mm-hmm. And again, for me, it's like it just seemed like he was avoiding it. Like right. he was like avoiding truths, avoiding actually admitting how he feels because he's got work and his business and whatever else. And I cannot emphasize this enough. I I wasn't upset with him because he was busy with work or because he was really trying to like make his business like lift off. It wasn't about that. I wasn't angry about that. Mm-hmm. It's it was more about like how are you going to tell me it's not bad? Then tell me that you need time to think of something, I guess to say, and then we schedule a time and then you fucking blow me off. Mm-hmm. Like how are you going to do that? Right. Whether you're busy or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand you're trying to run a business. I totally get that. I don't hate you for that. I'm upset with you because, I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like you, you, there was no respect for my time or, right. you know what I mean? Like, how I felt or anything like that. Right. And I guess you could say, like, devil's advocate here just because I know there are people that would think this way um is you know because you i wouldn't say sprang but you you unleashed everything that you were feeling on him unexpectedly so i do agree that that would and could be a lot for someone to, to process but at the same time for me and how i think is if 
I need time to, to process something, that means that I have feelings for you. Right. That, you know, like, or I am uncertain of how I feel, but I know that I feel something for you because if someone were to do that for me, I would immediately know how to respond to that person. Right. I would be like, no, or yes, or actually I don't, like, I do like you, but I just don't know, like, how I want to proceed with it, whatever it is, you know, but I just feel like your emotions would be pretty, you know solidified in that in that moment um but i do understand where someone might need to take a step back and and think about it for a second so i i i get it and i do it's hard because i I, sometimes i i think i'm like no one owes you an explanation right you know like i i do say that if someone says something to me like, oh, why did you do that? I'm like, I don't owe you an explanation. Right. You know, and I have said that to people. I've, I'm learning to say that to people where it's like, I don't owe you, like, I, how I feel is how I feel and I don't owe you an explanation. So I guess technically he didn't owe you an explanation. And, and it, I, I don't know. Like, I, I have, like, my hangups with that. He, But it, it takes two seconds for him to just be like, hey, no, or yes. He didn't owe you like an in-depth explanation, right? right? And it didn't have to be, right? It could have been a simple like, no, no, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) just like that takes two seconds, no, yeah, yes. And then I would have been like, okay, right? Like it would have sucked to receive that, but at least it would have been like, right? Oh, all right, yeah, no. And like that's how like I feel too. Where sure, I don't, I don't owe you, I don't need to express how I feel about the situation, but I can at least let you know, like, no, I don't have feelings for you. And if someone were to reach out to me expressing their love for me, I would not want there to be any uncertainty of where I stand in that, where if, when I, me not saying anything might make him or the person have more time to develop more feelings for me i don't want i'm gonna nip it in the butt right you love me i'm sorry i don't feel the same way back done right i just let's end it here right but because he didn't do that i was like there's he's gotta have feelings for you otherwise he would have i mean (laughs) to be fair too i am not the great i we talk about all the time i am not great at responding to people so if someone would have wrote me a letter i don't even know if i would have <laughs> responded well see that's my point that he did he was like hey i got your letter <laughs> i would have i would have ran a bitch if someone that i didn't like sent me a love letter i don't know you might have gotten blocked i don't know like <laughs> i don't i don't know but that didn't happen exactly yeah so there we go that's basically the letter and so um yeah so then that happened and but to be fair okay so i say this i would ignore somebody if i don't even really know the person you know what i'm saying like if it was like a weird situation Mm -hmm. where someone i barely know that well is like i love you i'd be like you know but 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 you and this person have known each other for almost a year now at this point and had 
you know, I, I, I tell Chris all the time when she would like tell me what went on. I'm like, you don't say things like that to someone that you don't like and you right. don't talk about these things with someone that you don't like. So there there's that. Yeah. So if you feel if you if you both know there's a connection. Right. And you both will know. Right. That's a different story. But yeah. Yeah. So never really never no not never really did not receive a response for that nope and um i was oh my god i was totally eh, i was totally crushed and at this point because this happened Mm. he got my letter what now like five months ago jesus christ yeah. yeah, like five or six months ago. About five, because yeah. it was like a month. Yeah, because it was like uh, maybe a month ago. It was like four months ago. So yeah, yeah. now it's like five months ago. Mm-hmm. Got it, and Jesus, it's crazy. I was literally like, I was fucking shattered. Yeah. I was like, that sucked ass. Mm-hmm. Cried a lot. And then there'd be moments where I was fine. And then like, I'd be driving. And then I'm like... <gasps> start crying out of nowhere and i'm just like what is wrong with me yeah it was it was bad i mean i'm better now Mm -hmm. Uh, i guess you know like i'm dating people i'm trying to see people i'm like whatever doesn't mean i'm over it um yeah Mm -hmm. so uh funny enough we follow each other on instagram Mm mm-hmm i don't know (laughs) <laughs> and you know <laughs> I try not to read into things right too but too you already know I read too much into things. Who am I right, kidding? Right, right. <laughs> Bitch. But it's different when it's not me and it's you. But <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that he did he follow you first? He followed you. I like went to like check on I don't know it's because I'm a psychopath (laughs) well because Crystal deleted him because I mean I can't like I just I couldn't handle like seeing seeing his shit like out not being busy right (laughs) I like I couldn't handle like seeing all of that I literally couldn't handle it Mm -hmm. which is Uh, understandable yeah and not having received an answer and then just I like I was like I I can't like I like I I was angry. I was really sad. I was really like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. This is what you tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, But he followed you back, and he likes all her pics and watches <laughs> all her stories. Well, which, the, I mean, well, not, well, yeah. and even then, it's like, okay, well, stories are stories. Yeah. I don't look too much into that, but. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I don't even like reading into the whole social media thing because it's fucking social media and and it should be taken with a grain of salt. But yeah, if I don't like and I say all of these things by putting myself into someone else's shoes. Right. Always. And if I don't like someone the way that they like me, I am not liking your photos right i am not going out of my way to follow you on social media and to see what you're up to 
and to respond to your messages because you guys have exchanged a few messages here and there since then. Right, right. I'm not res- I'm not going to do it. Right. You know, because I don't want you to get a false sense of hope or whatever. I I can agree with you can be friends with someone that you don't like if you don't share feelings it is possible for you to continue to be friends i don't disagree with that i would never like shut some a friendship off because we don't feel the same way but in the same respect i also don't want to torture somebody right who likes me and i don't feel the same way back it's not nice of me to do so that's how I would feel. It's like no matter how much I get along with you as a person and I like you as a person, it's not fair to you right. for me to like torture you like that. And that's how I feel. Like, right, you right. know, why would he do that if he didn't right. like you in some respect? He obviously fucking likes you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Love, I don't know because he hasn't said anything. But I know he likes you. He has strong feelings. I, I think this is me, my intuition, which is usually pretty good he has strong feelings for you that's sweet thank you anytime (laughs) but um yeah so that's pretty much so i mean other than like you know i guess interacting on instagram and liking each other's photos every once in a while or whatever um that's what it pretty much was left at and so oh man man all right so um that ladies and gentlemen is love letter um Mm -hmm. i guess what i want to tie this off with is a quote and i'm gonna pull it up now i have it right here um so i'm sure a lot of you are probably like why did you send that letter you shouldn't have sent that letter like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like why did you do it you know whatever and Mm -hmm. so Here's my basic explanation for it. Um, I didn't ever want to wonder what would have happened had I not, not sent, sent the letter and told him how I actually felt. I didn't ever want to wonder, shouldn't he have known how I actually would it have changed anything? Would it, mm-hmm. So, you know... Um, yeah, my thought process there is just like I I don't ever want to wonder. Mm-hmm. I want to, and Ashley knows this. I live with like my heart on my sleeve, and yes. I guess that makes you a target. Whatever, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I do, and I don't do things half-assed, like no. she mentioned. Whole-assed or nothing. <laughs> Double chicked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, and when. I'm in something, I am in something, and it mm-hmm. is all. It is all. So I'm leaving you guys with something that I saw that someone referred to me to, like, watch. Um, and it was a documentary on Netflix by Brene Brown, and um, it was about vulnerability mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and how it is a beautiful thing and how you need to be vulnerable in order to be successful in life Mm -hmm. and if you think about it that is true yeah every leap that you take is a leap of faith and you have no idea if it's going to work out right and you have no clue if you're going to fall on your face or not Mm -hmm. it's a 50 50 chance yep so she so uh 
Brene Brown based her Netflix special on a quote that she saw after she had done a TED talk um, on vulnerability. And um, the quote that she based all of this on was by Theodore Roosevelt. And I'm going to read the quote. And it's just something that totally like resonated within me. And I go, yes, this Mm -hmm. this just makes sense. So the quote goes, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daringly, while daring greatly. Basically, and her Netflix uh, special basically revolves around you step into this arena, not knowing whether or not you're going to fail. And odds are, yeah, you might fail. Like you might actually Mm -hmm. fail. You might not always win Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to be okay with that, but it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, to fail. Mm -hmm. And so my thought on this whole, you know, experience was that, you know what? I could very well fail. He could not, he may not um, feel the same way at all Mm -hmm. whatsoever, but at least I went out I stepped into the ring, I fought my battle, and I lost, but I did it. And then I got up, and I'm going to do it all over again. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes. In the end, I attempted, and I may have failed, but at least mm. I did it. At least I can say I did it. I was yeah. honest. I was real. Yeah. And now yeah. there's no question. Yeah. My, uh, we were talking about this before the podcast and and my analogy for her sending the letter was, um, Schrodinger's cat, which I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's a, it's a paradox where essentially, not essentially, where there's a cat in a box that's neither alive nor dead until someone opens the box to find out. And so I guess if you could relate it to Crystal's situation, is had she not sent the letter, would she still be in the same position she's in now? Would things have worked out between her and this guy? Would they not have? But had she not sent it, she'd never know. Uh, so essentially her, the her love life was neither alive nor dead <laughs> until she sent the letter, essentially. So, yeah. you know she had it's better to open the box and find out right than to leave the box closed and you know not know the outcome so um yeah i it's crazy 
You know, like if anyone listening, that's fucking crazy. But, you know, a lot of people don't have the balls to do something like that. So, you know, I think things that are rewarding or that you would deem rewarding don't come easy and do take work. So I'm not I don't know how the situation because in my eyes, you, you didn't really have a definite answer. So for me, you don't know what the outcome is yet, I think. Right. Um, so it, it has been a struggle. <laughs> it's been hard. But I, I think, you know, I don't know what the outcome of this will be. But if things do work out, you know, it'll be more rewarding. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we have talked about before where relationships that we have been in have kind of just like falling in our lap and all right they say they're nice and they're cool and whatever um don't really have to work at it like i do for you know with people that i actually want to be with so for that you know in, in this case if you were to end up with him it would be more rewarding because you fucking busted your ass for right, it. You right. know, like you waited, you waited forever. And I always use my, anytime she had doubt, I would always use my sister as an example. Right. Because my sister and her fiance now, they had and have been dating for so long. I think since my sister was in like middle school or high school or whatever, um, because her fiance lived in our neighborhood. So he's been around, like we've known him forever. And, they dated and then they broke up he ghosted her for a whole freaking year and would just like hit her up like hey what's up and then just like ghost and my sister would my but my sister knew she's like i knew that this man i was gonna marry him and he was gonna be my baby daddy and here they are now with a kid and they're engaged you know so even when someone runs away from their feelings and ghosts you and isn't straightforward doesn't necessarily mean that's how they feel because he ran like hell <laughs> just like a motherfucking Sagittarius <laughs> he ran from her forever and now they're like a, the most solid couple that I know you know so right, right. you know there's always there my I'm gonna get we should get them on this podcast one of these days to talk mm. about their crazy ass love story but there's there's hope for the people that have been ghosted right <laughs> so I mean like I guess at the end of the day you never really know right like it's yep. always just kind of like in the air mm-hmm. you gotta shoot your shot yeah you gotta shoot your shot um that and we don't know like you you tell me this all the time anytime I ever doubt anything. Like, I, I want to do this. I don't know. Or, like, should I do this? Like, and it's always, like, it could be with little things or big things. Right, right. You know, I'm just like, oh, I want to get a pan or a camera. I, I The camera or just, like, any, like, big purchase or just something, yep. an endeavor that I want to do. You're like, hey, you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah. literally, that's she says it every time. <laughs> you could get hit by a bus tomorrow and you'll not be here. So fucking do it. Just do it because you don't know if you'll be here tomorrow. Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. Nope. So fucking do it. Just do it. It might sting. It might hurt when you don't get the outcome that you want. But at least at the end of the day, you could be like, I I fucking did it. Right. 
Exactly. You know? Exactly. And at least there's that because a lot of people don't have the balls to just do it. Do it. Yeah. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, now you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> the tea has been spilled. Yeah. Tea has been spilled. And now you guys know. And uh, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's been going on in apartment 203 yeah, for the past. Of, yeah, Oof. one of the many things. Yeah, one of the many things going on here. Mm-hmm. But um, if you any other, do you have any other questions or anything like that? Oh yeah. Um, one do you, well, I guess we already touched on this, but do you regret sending the sending the letter, or is there any times where you're like, damn, I shouldn't have sent it? No, never, never, never even just like, <laughs> like a second. Mm, like, maybe I shouldn't send it. Never. Mm. No, I like I wholeheartedly believe like I was meant to send that mm-hmm. and because you don't believe in coincidences. Right. And I don't. I really don't. I don't believe in coincidences. I wholeheartedly believe like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like because here's the thing. The way that I see it is that. Um, if we never had wine night. That night mm-hmm. we wouldn't have talked about how I was feeling split. Mm hmm somebody randomly psychic randomly messaged me told me information that only you and i knew at the Mm -hmm. time you and i and my mom yep knew at the time uh what else was another thing um it's just it's for me it's one of those things that's like one thing kind of like led to the other Mm -hmm. And without that had happening, I wouldn't have gotten to that conclusion. Therefore, I would have never sent that letter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, if that psychic had never reached out to me, then I probably know I probably wouldn't have sent that letter. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't regret it. I think everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I genuinely 100% wholeheartedly believe in. Everything happens for a reason. Even if it seems shitty at the time. Yeah, even if it seems shitty as fuck at the time. You'll look back and you're like, good thing that that happened because I wouldn't be who I am today. Exactly. Or or, or this wouldn't have happened or whatever. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, I I don't regret sending it. I think it was something that needed to be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point, what he does with it is what he does with it. Right. You know. You can't control that, but at least you can control what you were able to do. Right. Like, I spoke on my emotions. Mm-hmm. I articulated them. I felt, like, appropriately. And that takes guts, man, because people don't speak up on their emotions. Right. Ev- you know, not, I wouldn't say ever, but. A lot of the time they don't. A know. lot. Of, they don't. They yeah. hide, bottle, yep. run away from, yeah. you know, because they're afraid of, like, I don't know if it's commitment or the unknown uh, or. Right. I don't. I don't know what it is, but a lot of people just don't. Say what they feel right. when they're feeling it, right. which I can understand to an extent, but it takes a lot of balls to, to just do it, you know, and I think that says a lot about somebody who can do that because right. there's people who can't. So right. um, do you believe in right person, wrong time, or do you think if it's the right person, the timing wouldn't matter? Oh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's uh, okay. I'll say this. It sucks to say this because I like I don't even like this response, but I think it's right person, wrong time. I think timing is everything because you have to think everything that's ever happened in your life has happened in a certain order and you didn't ever understand the order. It just kind of like happened that way. Mm-hmm. And if one thing hadn't happened, the right. next thing wouldn't have happened. And which is the reason why circling back to coincidences, coincidences in your first question. Yeah, no, I believe it's, you know, right person, wrong, wrong time. Because I guess you could argue too, what time is... I don't. I hate saying time is an illusion, but <laughs> time is an illusion. But on it, but really, it's it kind of is. It is. It's a construct, you know. Yeah. Like, it, what? What? Who's right time? Your right time? Right. Their right time? Right. Who's right time? Right. What's the right time? Right. It, you want it to happen now, but is that the right time? We don't know. Exactly. So, I think you think that it's the wrong time or they think it's the wrong time. Right. It could be the right time. It could be in perfect timing. It could, you know, like it it couldn't be, it it doesn't just because it's not happening now doesn't mean it won't happen. Right. And that would, it it would be within your, your time, you know, like everything happens for a reason. So I think the the term like bad timing is very, Mm, uh, you know, I I agree. So I think it, is not the best or the ideal time right for you right but if it's meant to happen what is yours will Will be be yours yours. and if it's meant to happen it will happen i definitely believe in that too yeah so i think whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen whether you feel like you need to make it happen or not Mm -hmm. and i think this is definitely like one of those things so I think it's important to just kind of like be open to whatever life is going to hand you at that current moment and just kind of like see what goes on. And I feel like if you have to force things, then it's not, then it's not really meant to be. So like, let's say I end up in a relationship with somebody else and I'm really into that. And then I'm like trying to like think like, well, do I end this? Do I, you know what I mean? And it just feels like there's too much pull then then I don't think that's the right time. Mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, that that's the right moment. So Mm -hmm. I feel like every, like, and that ties back into when it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. So Mm -hmm. this is like one of those things that's like timing. It kind of is everything. Yeah, (laughs) It kind of is. It's really hard though to, to not think about the, when and where and how, you know, all the time. Like, look, I'm, I'm like, and I hate saying this sort of, I miss him every day. Like mm-hmm. I, like I do. I miss talking to him. I miss like the way we interacted. I'm like, I miss a lot of things about him and it's not just like, I miss the memories. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I, I miss the person mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I do. I genuinely do. And it, it sucks having that feeling, you know, like, do you think, okay, so, for me, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know him like this, but I, I, no. I do think that he feels, has strong feelings for you. I don't know if he's in love with you because right. he hasn't said anything, but I do think he has strong feelings for you. Do you think that it is p- possible or it's a thing where someone can have such strong feelings for you and yet not communicate and run away from those feelings? Do you think that, it's a thing to run away from like feelings or emotions you have from somebody. Yeah, absolutely. 
Really? I, I think, think I think it's just because we're, uh, I, I just, it's hard for me to like even entertain that or, right. or even understand how that feels because if I like somebody or want to talk to somebody, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you. Do you do it. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. That makes you like one of the far and few in between though, because I can't tell you how many times like, um, other random people I've dated that ended up thinking I didn't like them and I really did like them. Why would they think that? The, um, what was it? What did they say? They said, um, oh, what was their reasoning? Oh my God. And this sounds so lame. I think with this one particular person that I'm thinking of, they just said like, I don't know. I just didn't think that you were interested. And I go, I would I think all guys fucking say that shit. All guys say that. Where it's like, bitch, I was throwing myself at you. Right. And they were like, oh, I didn't see it. I didn't think you liked me. You know what? No. Here. Here's my here's my reasoning for that. Here's my reasoning for that. I don't know. I can't speak for them. Mm-hmm. Just like we can't speak for love letter. We can't speak for, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my reasoning. I think that excuse is thrown out so often because they're not confident with themselves to be able to uh, like speak of their feelings of their feelings. Yeah. I, I think that's what that stems from. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, no, I do think that they like you. I do. You know what I mean? Like I do think that they were into you. I just don't think that they could, they were able to like articulate it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they knew how to articulate it. And so then it's almost like you put it back on the other person. Like, well, I didn't think you did. And it's like, no, 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 no. I knew exactly how I felt. I think you just didn't, I don't know, feel confident enough to be able to be like, yo, I'm into her and I'm going to tell her that I'm Mm -hmm. into her. And I mean, you got to think like guys do have it shitty. Like Mm -hmm. the end of the day, we have the say so. We say no. Mm -hmm. Bye. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, guys do too. They do. No, they absolutely do too. I mean, look at my scenario. Look at my scenario. I wrote a love letter to somebody. I told somebody that I love them and I ended up getting no response. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, it goes it goes both ways. But I think, like, when you can't articulate it, it's something within you. It's not with the other person. Like, look, with this person, I articulated how I felt. Mm-hmm. He couldn't or didn't. That's, that's him. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I also had to realize, too. Like... No, that's him. That's not me. Right. I like it's not a reflection of you. As right. A right. That's him. Right. And I'd w- like if he were to come up to me like tomorrow and be like, OK, here's how I feel. I'd accept it. I'd be like, right. OK, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I know what would happen? No, I have no idea. Like, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I can at least give him credit for the fact that like whether it took six months or whatever, five weeks or six months, um, he eventually came to it and was able to articulate how he felt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's funny. It's funny because, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't want to say I don't because as we've discussed, I've grown into the woo-woo shit. Right. Dabbling, exploring. But, Crystal is a Sagittarius, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, how are you a Sagittarius? Because right. they're known for running away oh, from their I feelings. Run. And <laughs> it's, it's funny because I think it's hard for me to see it 
because I live with you? I don't know. Right. But, yeah, she... Okay, so I think this is how I see it. Someone running is, like, running with no explanation, right? right just, right. like, getting spooked and just ditching with, like, no nothing. trace, no nothing. Crystal gets spooked, <laughs> okay, very easily. But she will always say something. Right. She will never just, like, leave you wondering why she decided not to continue things, which a lot of people don't do. Right. So I think that's why I'm like, really, you're not. You don't act like a Sagittarius. But I mean, that's not true because I swear to God, a guy could fucking fart the wrong way. And she's like, nope, that's it. I'm out. I'm living. <laughs> and so she does like she's picky, which is not a bad thing. But I don't. But you're not running from your emotions. Right, 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 right. I feel like you run into them like. Head, you know, <laughs> yeah, for real. No helmet, no nothing. Yeah, but yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any other questions? Um, those were the only two I had. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, then we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, slide into our DMs with your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's so funny. Like, it feels good to finally let that out. Yeah. It does. See, talking about it. And now yeah. the whole world. Not the whole world. Pfft, I wish the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> A few hundred people. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, yeah. Um, feels good to let that out. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this wasn't intended so that, like, he listens to it and, they, you know, whatever. Else. No, this is literally just doing it to do it and because why not i mean at this point fuck it no regrets yeah what do i have to lose yeah absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. so yeah word all right well if you guys want to get a hold of us feel free to reach out to apartment 203 podcast at gmail.com again apartment 203 podcast at gmail.com and then if you want to slide into our dms um Mm -hmm. Feel free to reach out to my Instagram handle, which is going to be Crystalini09. So K R Y S T A L I N I O nine zero nine, and then Ashley's is Schmelvin, S H M E L V I N underscore. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. And um, yeah, we hope you guys liked it. Mm-hmm. We hope it was entertaining. Yes. Um, this was actually kind of fun to do and let out. Yeah. So. Yes, whether you're listening to this on the toilet. Yes. Drinking water. You better be drinking your water. Drink your water. Stay hydrated. Cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. Running. Yes. Weightlifting. Yes. Sitting well, on your patio drinking wine. Yeah. Laying on the beach. Laying on maybe beach. doing laundry. Laying in your bed. Yeah. Whatever you may be doing, yeah. we hope you're doing it well, you're enjoying it, and you're enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.